Hello, you guys, and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Things Could Be Worse. I'm your host, Bailey Diedrich, and today I'm recording everybody's favorite, favorite, favorite type of episode, a girl talk. I don't really recall when my last girl talk episode was, but the fact that I don't remember makes me feel like it's been long enough where I can do another one now, Um, and you guys have been requesting it. I also leave for Europe in a week and a half, which is absolutely insane because I booked it literally two weeks ago and I I still don't even have everything nearly figured out but we're just going with the flow and it's gonna be a great time and I'm gonna survive. I'm trying to pre-record a few episodes so initially when I get to Europe I'm not like stressed out about recording podcasts and stuff um, but I am going to be recording some co- podcasts while I am in Europe just because I think that's gonna be so fun and so like I don't want to just pre-record like four weeks of podcasts and then like not actually be able to update you guys real time on what's going on in my life because that's kind of what this podcast is all about so I'm pre-recording two episodes and then the rest of them are going to be in Europe until I leave Europe and then I come home and record more episodes here that was so over explained for no reason but I figured since we're going to be getting a lot of you know just like Europe talking content soon I I needed to do a girl episode before I go so that's exactly what we're doing today I want to quickly give everybody an update on you know my mental health status because last week's episode was a little scary it was a little dark it was a little sad um and I wanted to update you guys on like my habits that I said that I was gonna like try to stick to and incorporate into my life like my healthy habits like journaling um sleep schedule what else did I say I said gym but I said gym was gonna start after Europe because I can't do that right now oh and the other thing was just staying organized and planning out my life and my work and everything like that so I will say I have been journaling way more than I previous like previous to last week's episode two I've been so organized I've been so ahead of like schedule when it comes to getting videos and podcast episodes down like I'm so like I'm so much more organized so I'm actually holding myself pretty accountable as far as the sleep schedule thing goes it isn't good by any means but it's getting better like I've been going to bed at one or two instead of three or four so that's a plus which means I've also been waking up a little bit earlier there was one night a couple (laughs) a couple days ago I will say the only reason I went to bed was because I had a terrible headache and I couldn't get rid of it and the only thing that helped was closing my eyes in the dark and laying down so I kind of was forced into going to bed early but I went to bed at like 11 p.m and I woke up bright and early 8 a.m had a beautiful productive day so even though the circumstances of me going to bed earlier were kind of forced upon me it did happen and it felt great so there we go no but I am doing so much better than I was last week I'm still obviously struggling because it's not just gonna like change or go away in a week and that's like the whole thing about healing and getting better when it comes to like mental health stuff and things that you're beating yourself up about it's gonna take time it's not gonna be you know let me just place in some good healthy habits and I'm healed and I'm cured and I no longer am sad and crying to myself at 3 a.m that's not realistic it's gonna take some time so I am obviously still like it's still on my mind I'm still missing my friends I'm still a little bit lonely but the fact that Europe is in a week and a half is kind of really helping me get through this and I also have had so many friends reach out to me and just be like hey I listen to your podcast and like I want you to know that even though I'm across the country I love you and I'm here for you and like I literally want to cry right now oh the fuck I did not think that I was about to get emotional but like I just 
oh my god what the fuck maybe i'm not good maybe i'm not (laughs) what oh my god that caught me so off guard like so off guard oh i am going to get my period in like three days so please let's take that into account here i'm not a sensitive little bitch i'm kidding it's okay to cry but what the fuck (laughs) okay i'm gathering my tears back into my eyeballs I think that caught me so off guard because I've been in such a good mood all day. Like, I've been having such a good productive day. I've filmed, like, so many TikToks. And I know that sounds fucking stupid, but that's part of my job. And, like, when I actually have days where, like, I'm filming a lot of content, whether it's for TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, whatever it is, it makes me feel good about myself because it can be kind of hard sometimes to get myself to do that. But I've gotten TikToks filmed. I got some editing done. Like, I've had a really good productive day and I've just felt overall happy. So the fact that I just started, like, tearing up and crying was a little sad but it was kind of good tears because I was talking about how my friends that have reached out to me because of the podcast like they listen to it I just I love them so much and I do miss them but I'm gonna see them soon literally after I get back from Europe I am going to UW-Madison again which is where the college I went to a few weeks ago Um, And I'm going to visit my friends for Halloween weekend and my friend Ryan, my best friend that moved to Florida, she's coming home and we're going to go to Madison together. So I'm going to get, oh my God, someone's calling me. This is ridiculous. Hello? (laughs) Hello, Yes. Okay. Sorry. My boyfriend called me. Um, I literally have no idea what I was talking about. (laughs) what was I talking about? oh I was talking about how I miss my friends but I'm gonna see them after I go to Europe I'm gonna see a few of them and then you know that's the end of October and then usually they come home like right around Thanksgiving so that's like another like only three weeks and then they're home for like three weeks to a month usually I think college breaks like Christmas break winter break is usually like three weeks so I'll be able to see them it's okay this is just a season of change This is a season of loneliness because, you know, the weather's getting colder. I also definitely feel like I, I don't want to say I have seasonal depression, but I'll say I have seasonal sadness. Like, I definitely get so much more sad, way more frequently in the winter than I do in the summertime. And I always, like, equated that to the school year. Like, I was like, I'm just sad because it's the school year and not summer. Um, So, I guess we're going to be able to test that this year and see if I am equally as sad or if I'm a little less sad because I'm not in school. We'll kind of see where that goes um and i'll monitor that for myself and also for you guys because i don't fucking know i share everything with you but let's get into the girl talk there's my little life update and you know rundown for what's going to be happening in the future i actually didn't ask um i didn't ask like on my story for new questions today which i usually do when it comes to girl talk because on my things could be worse pod instagram account i have a little highlight you know how there's like highlight circles above like the pictures and like under like the following and the bio and stuff there's like the little highlights and I have an interact highlight thing. And if you guys don't know, you guys can click on this and you guys can type things that you want to hear on the pod. You can ask different questions for different like, prompts that I have, like boy advice, confidence questions, being secure with who you are. And then there's a girl talk. Um, there's two different girl talk question things. And I'm just going to go into here instead of asking fresh questions because I feel like people probably you know, do this sort of frequently. So I want to like make sure that I get to some of those. It just got a lot darker in here. I think the sun went behind a cloud. So sorry if the lighting's changing. It's, 
I have a lot of natural light coming in here and it changes a lot. I need to figure that out. But um, first question, we're starting off with a juicy one, literally. Oh, God. Um, she said, I know this is gross, but is it normal to have lots of discharge? So number one, prefacing this episode by saying I'm not a fucking gynecologist. I probably don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm sharing personal experience, you know, personal things that I've researched, looked into, heard about. These could be facts. They could not be facts. I, I need to start saying that in every Girl Talk episode because I come on here so confidently and I'm like giving you advice on your body and I'm like, I don't even, I'm not qualified. But I do have a lot of experience because I will say being on birth control, I feel like it messes with your hormones a lot and we might get into some birth control questions and I'll give you my fucking opinion. But um, birth control for me has caused me like, like to have a lot of problems down there. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Not like severe problems, but I've had like pH balance issues. I've had like like fluctuations and discharge and everything like that not like serious issues like I'm not getting like infections and stuff but I will say like things have been thrown off and I the only culprit is the birth control because it happens around the same time every month which means it's probably most likely hormonal which means you know these synthetic hormones are in my body and that's probably what is causing it so i will say discharge kind of fluctuates like some people might have little to no discharge some people might have a lot and i don't think neither is necessarily good or bad like i think whatever your body is producing is normal probably but the only thing to look out for if you have a lot of discharge is how it is and I know this is fucking gross or taboo, but it's not. Like, I'm trying to talk about these things so we all know that it's not weird. And I think, like, you know, sometimes I'll be recording these episodes and I'm like, oh my god, like, what if my uncle or, like, my grandpa heard me talking about this? And then I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. Fuck that. Who cares? Just, <laughs> I was on a roll. I was on a roll. I was always when I'm like on a roll and I'm like about to say something inspirational, I like fuck up and I keep stuttering and I can't speak. Um, but honestly, fuck that. Like discharge is normal. Periods are normal. Sex is normal. Periods are normal. Issues with your vagina are normal. Vagina is normal. Vagina is normal. Okay, let's get that through our fucking heads. Everything to do with your vagina is normal and we should be able to talk about it. So there's that. Um, so yeah what was I what was I saying having a lot of discharge can definitely be normal and it's nothing to like freak out about at all but I will say pay close attention to the type of discharge that it is um and I would say go online and like research different types of discharge and like what they mean because throughout your cycle like whether you're ovulating or whether it's right before or after your period or you're in like a different phase discharge like changes like all throughout the month your discharge is going to be different but I would be on the lookout for you know pretty consistent textures like you want it to be pretty consistent all the way through um it's gonna change a little bit but pretty consistent you know what I mean and then make sure it doesn't have like any sort of strong odor because the first sign of like infection or your ph balance being off or you know yeast or whatever is a strong odor and like clumpy chunky 
discolored discharge, I believe. So as long as it's like, you know, pretty clear, like clear white and like thin and not like gross and chunky and just like off, I feel like you can tell if it's off. If you can tell it's off, then I would go to a gynecologist and just like get a little swab done, a little test done and see what they say because it's better to treat, even if it's just like BV, bacterial vaginosis, it's better to treat that immediately than like let it drag on and like be embarrassed about it and then like, you know, prolong it because the sooner you get rid of it, the sooner you get on antibiotics and the sooner you figure out that you have a problem, the sooner it's going to go away. So yes, whatever amount of discharge you have, it's probably normal. Just make sure it doesn't seem you know, a little suspect. If it seems a little suspect or you feel like there's something wrong with it, just go get it checked out. Um, it doesn't hurt to get it checked out. If, the, if you walk out of there and they say that nothing's wrong with you, that's best case scenario and you have some peace of mind. What do you do if you're being called a whore at school but you know you're not? This makes me so sad because I know this is so common for so many girls and it just breaks my heart like based on how you're acting or how you're dressing or who you're friends with or who you're talking to or even if you are a fucking whore who cares like people are so in everybody's business and like always shaming girls for their behavior and trying to like paint them in a bad light and I hate it and I'm sorry even if you are a whore like like being honest like whore isn't obviously the nicest term but like you know what I mean like even if you are like sleeping around a little bit or talking to multiple guys and like you know obviously have like good intentions like you're not playing with people as long as you're a good person if you're talking to multiple guys and you're just like being a little flirt that's fucking fine be a whore I don't care live your life live your truth <laughs> is this bad advice no who cares who cares but I would say these people that are saying those things about you and that are trying to get the word across that you are a quote-unquote whore um, are probably not happy with themselves and they're probably insecure I don't know what the backstory behind this or why people are calling you a whore or like what you did or what you didn't do or like whatever the circumstances I don't know the backstory but I will say this and I've said it time and time again when it comes to situations like this you know who you are at the end of the day and the people that are close to you and that matter to you and that love you know who you are and you don't have to prove who you want to be or who you think you want to be or who you are to anybody but yourself and the people that love and care about you. Do not waste any of your time in this precious life that we have trying to prove yourself to people that do not care about you and that do not matter because it will never be worth it. These people, you're going to move on to a different part of your life and these people are going to fucking forget who you are and you're gonna forget who they are and you don't need to know that you wasted so much time whether you're in high school or it seems like you're in high school whether you're in high school or whatever it it just isn't worth it to waste that time on people that do not matter just be a good loving kind person and if you want to sleep around sleep around and if you people are gonna call you a whore so be it because at the end of the day you know who you are and that's all that matters somebody said diva cup tampon or pads by the way i love you i love you too girly um i've talked about this a little bit i have never tried a diva cup i would like to but there's something about the diva cup like changing it in public like i i know you don't have to because it's like 12 hours you can leave it in i believe but like if there is a time where i need to change it in public how do i go about that like taking it out pouring it in the toilet or like whatever and then walking over to the public sink and like washing it out and then like putting it back in like that 
does something to me that I don't like. But I know so many people love Diva Cups and they're more sustainable. They are healthier, I believe, because it's not like all those like chemicals that are in tampons and bleach and whatever, like just sitting up there. I think that they're a good option. I've never tried it. Maybe I should try it and then like I'll have more input. But I'm a tampon girly. I've always been a tampon girly. The first time I ever got my period, I stuck a tampon in there, which is a very weird anomaly. I know most people don't do that. They'll have their period for like a year before they're like they decide to use tampons because they can be scary for me I was like I I got my period later than a lot of my friends so I when I got my period I was like yes finally let me shove a fucking tampon in my asshole so I'm a tampon girly what the fuck (laughs) I'm a tampon girly but I will say pads are great for sleeping I know a lot of people sleep in tampons I do kind of 50 50 but there's something in me that's like like sleeping in a tampon and having it in for eight hours just doesn't feel good or clean to me so I use like big extra large fucking diaper pads when I sleep sometimes and that works great but I will say I'm a tampon girly just for convenience for cleanliness it's what I do okay somebody said help how do I do my eyebrows like is there a good wax to buy the face shaver things suck so I will agree with you some of the face shaver things suck but I was able to find a really good kind on Amazon and I actually really like using them now and that's how I do my boyfriend's eyebrows because I always try to pluck his eyebrows and he's a little bitch like he doesn't like it hurts guys are so weak like whenever I've done my brothers in the past or like whatever guys are weak when it comes to eyebrow plucking and I don't know what it is about them but maybe they're just not used to it or what I feel like when you pluck your own eyebrows too it doesn't hurt as bad When I do my eyebrows, I have waxed them in the past, but usually I'll just pluck the few like hairs. I'll do it pretty consistently like every couple of days and then I never really have to like sit down and like put my full effort into it because it's like I'm slowly doing it every single day, like making sure that they look semi-decent. So I would say plucking is my main source of like doing my eyebrows, but I do sometimes use the little face razor thing just like if I need to like quick do my unibrow or like above or below, like I just want to quick do it, but I do get that. They aren't like the best tool for pluck or for doing your eyebrows. If you want a good wax, my favorite wax that I've found just from the drugstore is the NADS sugar wax and it's basically just this jar of sugar wax that comes with um, little like wooden craft stick things and little cotton like cotton pieces like cotton fabric pieces that like are reusable and that's what you like pull the wax off with um it doesn't say on the instructions to heat up the wax because like you don't need to but I have found if you put like the little plastic container of wax I don't think plastic's supposed to go in the microwave but this is it it works you're not ingesting it so I feel like it's fine um but take the little jar of wax take the lid off and then put it in the microwave for no more than 10 seconds because sugar heats up really fast it has a super low like heating point or whatever the fuck that shit's called so um just put it in for 10 seconds and it will warm it up and make it a little bit thinner and easier to apply just take a little bit of that put it on wax i would look up a tutorial on tiktok or youtube um for like how to actually wax your own eyebrows but the nad sugar wax is good somebody said how to make school fun without having a crush that is such a funny question and i feel you so much when you have like a crush at school it makes school so much better because you wake up every day and you're like, oh my God, I can't wait to see my crush. And then you go to first hour and it's like, oh my God, I can't wait to see my crush. And then you go to second hour and it's like, oh my God, I can't wait to see my crush. And then like it finally comes the class that you have with them and it just like makes your whole day because like you get to like flirt or talk to them or, you know, whatever. 
I feel you so hard on that. Like, it's crazy. Um, I don't know. Honestly, school sucks. I've talked about school in the last couple of episodes that I've done um, and how to like be a little bit more positive and like have fun with it. But I would say just like talk to people, like make friends in your classes, even if it's not a crush, like just make as many friends. Like even if there's nobody in a class that you're like, quote unquote, friends with, talk to people, make friends in your classes. They don't have to be your best friends, but like tolerate them, have conversations with them because it will make every day better if you have people to talk to and like joke around with and have fun with. So I don't know, but I feel you so hard on that. Like freshman year when I was like in love with my boyfriend, but like he wasn't my boyfriend yet, but he was my boyfriend in my head. Um, I would literally look forward to seeing him for like three seconds every single day. Like, I didn't even have a class with him freshman year because he's a year older than me. Like, I didn't even see him much, but I would literally see him like three times in the hallway and like we just like look at each other and smile. And that is what got me up in the morning, which is so cringy to say. I hate that that out like that information is out there now. But like, God damn, I feel this school crush thing. How to not smell down there. So number one, use some sort of wash because i know that there's this whole phenomenon and i've even said it but i don't think i've said it in like the way that makes it seem this way so many people are like don't wash your thing down there don't wash your vag don't wash it with soap don't use you know chemicals don't use fragrances and all that is true like i don't recommend summer's eve or any of that shit that's just like you know people and gynecologists have said isn't good for you but there is like supernatural like apple cider vinegar um the v gentle i've talked about this wash all the time i use it the v gentle like cleanser for down there it's like a ph balancing cleanser that has like apple cider vinegar in it and it's like very um i don't know it's very gentle so i would use something like that on like the outside because we've been told like oh my god your vagina is self-cleaning like you don't need to wash it like people on tiktok people everywhere says that and while that might be the case for some people like warm water might be all that some people need some people might want like an extra level of like cleanliness and that's how i feel like i just like to really like get get it all like get make sure that bitch is clean squeaky clean squeaky squeaky whatever squeaky um So your actual inside of your vagina is self-cleaning. You should never put anything inside of you because that's going to throw off everything. Um, But your vulva and like your your fucking lips and shit and like your asshole is not self-cleaning. So I would recommend using like a gentle pH balancing soap just down there and then like warm soap and water. But again, just make sure you're not getting it up there and you should be good. Um, And then... like aside from just cleaning it and like keeping yourself clean down there i recommend probiotics to everyone even if you don't have any issues you feel like everything is perfectly fine with everything in your body you should be taking probiotics whether it's for your gut like if you have any stomach issues you feel like you're struggling with ibs like you're either constipated all the time you're shitting yourself or you drink a coffee and it goes straight through you that is not technically normal even though that happens to so many fucking people if you feel like you're having any stomach gut or uti issues or yeast issues bv anything take a probiotic there's so many different ones i'm gonna say the one that I recommend just because I don't know much but I found it on TikTok from a gynecologist and it's the only one that I have like knowledge of that it's like actually good and it's worked for me I've been taking this particular one I've taken so many in the past guys I swear things feel so good down there and like not that they weren't 
always like good but it feels like my vagina just went to a whole new level in the last like week since i've started taking these pills and it's the femdophilus probiotics for vaginal and urinary tract health love them they're my favorite um, they are a little bit pricey, but you only have to take one capsule instead of two. Some um, probiotics that I've gotten, the serving size is two, so they'll give you 60 capsules in the jar or in the little container, but those 60 capsules only last 30 days because you have to take two of them. But the one that I just bought is like around the same price as the other ones that I've purchased, but you get 60 and you only have to take one, so they last 60 days instead of 30. So you have to kind of think about it like that, like how much you're paying for, for how many days of use you get. Um, so probiotics, just be be uh, cleanly down there and then eating healthy drinking lots of water things like that can help but i want to say and i've said it before in girl talks your vagina is a vagina it's an organ it's not going to smell like flowers and it doesn't have to you know what i mean it's going to smell like a vagina and you know doing things can help keep it at like a neutral almost so it like doesn't have any smell but there is going to be some sort of smell to it whether it's like musky or some people do have a sweet scent some people have like a salty scent like it's different for everybody and just because it smells like a little bit musky does not mean you have something wrong with you and you need to like do a bunch of shit like it is a vagina okay it's a vagina somebody said is it safe to go swimming while on period with tampon absolutely definitely i feel like that is kind of the reason that a lot of girls start using tampons in the beginning like one of my best friends when we were in sixth grade she got her period and we were about to go to mexico i think i might have told this story but we were about to go yeah i definitely did because i told the story of how i sat outside the bathroom door and like helped her through it um but we were about to go to mexico and she was about to be on her period so we were like fuck i need to use a tampon so then she used a tampon for the first time because she wanted to be swimming in the pool in the ocean and stuff in mexico swimming with a period perfect fine but i would recommend this is like a necessity take the tampon out and change it immediately after getting out of the water like once you finish if you like get out of the pool and then like lay out and tan for a second and then decide to get back in the pool i'm not saying you have to like change it every single time you get out of the water but say you're going to the pool or the beach or whatever change it before you go and then right when you get back from the pool or the beach because you do not want like a wet tampon sitting inside of you because so much bacteria can be in the water and if there's chlorine in the water you're gonna have some of that chlorine get also like soaked up into the tampon because like no matter what whatever it's some of the water is going to get up inside of you because that's just being a girl like if you jump in and like you're a little your legs are apart like some water is going to get up there so you don't want like chlorine and other like bacteria sitting in a tampon inside of you because that can cause like infections and stuff so um swimming perfectly fine just make sure that you're changing it pretty much right away when you're done swimming do you have to get highlights redone after a few months um coming from me absolutely not i get so many compliments on my hair i feel like my hair is one of my most complimented attributes um and i don't really know why i mean i love my hair it's beautiful my hairstylist continues to slay and slay and slay and slay over and over and over again for the last like four years she kills it even more than four years i think i got my hair done in like eighth grade the first time that i went to her I think. I don't know. But she keeps slaying it. She keeps doing the damn thing. I go in there and I don't even tell her what I want anymore. I'm like, okay, kind of what we did last time. Just like lighten up the front pieces and like bring it up a little bit. And she fucking eats every damn time. So love her. But I will say she and I have like a very mutual understanding that I'm not coming in there every three months. I'm coming in there twice a year, probably 
maybe sometimes three times, but like I'm coming in there twice a year. And um, <laughs> the way that she does my hair is that the top, like I have highlights, like I have some blonde in my hair, but it's kind of more of like a ombre balayage type of situation where the, the roots I keep dark. I keep my roots dark for the most part and I have her blend the highlights from like the ends of my hair up to the top of my hair but I don't have like any harsh lines. She blends it so seamlessly so if you don't want to have to keep updated with your highlights like every couple of months and like experience that like awkward grow out color situation going on um, just stressed your hairstylist that you want it blended super naturally so that when it grows out and starts to grow out it still looks natural and it doesn't look like terrible so i would say just like with highlights don't get highlights like up to your part have them like blend and like start like when you get them have them start a few inches down so when they grow out they never look different they're just like a little bit lower that's my biggest thing um when i get my hair done i'm not even gonna lie you guys like it cost me like four hundred dollars with the tip because shorty is bougie the bougie the bougie one the bougie salon i go to the bougie salon here because i only trust my bitch like, I don't, I don't even remember what it's like to go to, like, a new hairstylist. Like, I just walk in there and she kills it. So, I don't even care spending that much money. And I only go two times a year. So, instead of going every three months and spending a hundred bucks, I'm only going, you know what I mean? So, uh, it's not that bad. How do you deal with jealousy in a relationship? You need to communicate and you need to express what is making you jealous or vice versa like if you're on the receiving end of the jealousy like your partner is jealous all the time you need to be able to communicate with them and they need to be able to communicate with you about what is causing that jealousy is it something that you're genuinely doing and like that you need to stop doing because it's actually like bad and harming the relationship or is it something small that they're just taking the wrong way and their own insecurities and past traumas are you know making them react in a certain way because you know people have been hurt in the past people's parents can affect their jealousy and like their secureness within a relationship and everything like that so honestly just open honest communication is the only thing that's going to help you get through that um there was a little bit of jealousy in my relationship sort of in the beginning um and all that it took was just being honest and like when problems arise and those jealous feelings arise you need to communicate them in a mature respectful way where you're just like expressing your feelings and like just being honest and you need to understand like if you're the jealous one you need to understand that maybe it's not all the other person's fault like it's also your fault. Like if you have a lot of jealousy in your heart, that's also a you problem. So you need to, I don't know, you just need to work with the other person, communicate, talk about it. There's no advice that I can give you that's like how to stop being jealous or how to stop making them be jealous or whatever the case may be. It's really just each individual relationship is so different and you need to be able to communicate. And if you can't have those talks, then the relationship's probably not gonna work anyways. How to stop being delusional and prioritize yourself um <laughs> that's such a random question put in such a random way but i kind of love it i don't think being delusional is bad i think that being delusional is honestly fine i think that being a little bit delulu is good for our confidence i think it's good for our lives i think it's good for manifesting things um obviously like don't be like too delusional where you're like out of touch and like you don't you're not aware like you're not self-aware but as far as prioritizing yourself my biggest thing i could go into a huge tangent about this but i'll say spend more time alone spend more time alone 
say no to more things. I know I'm always stressing, say yes, say yes, make as many memories as you want, you know, do everything that you can. But when it comes down to it, when you're trying to grow as an individual and you're trying to prioritize yourself and work on the things that really matter to you, it's important to take time alone and really just like sit in your own thoughts and figure out what your goals and your priorities are and like how you want to change and like how you want to better yourself. Um, And being alone, like obviously, you know, good people in your life can make you realize those things as well. But really being alone and just like taking a sec to like figure out what the fuck you want with your life can really be helpful. Okay, I'm going to talk a little bit about birth control, even though I've talked about birth control in past episodes, but just because I brought up birth control earlier a little bit, I want to dive into it. Um, So I've been on birth control since I was 15, um, and I got on birth control to help me regulate my periods and also like tone down my periods. Basically, I was kind of a late bloomer, and something weird happened to me. I've talked about this too, but I got my period once when I was in like eighth grade or something or seventh grade. I don't even fucking remember. I got my period at some point in middle school for the first time, and then I got it once and I it never came back until I was like 15. So I... <laughs> I don't know what happened. I think it's because I had like very, very, very little body fat. Like I was, I, it wasn't like a problem, but I was just built that way. And I was built, like I just didn't have any body fat on me and I still barely have any, but that's just how I was built. It was even like more back then. So yeah, I got my period and then I just didn't get it again. And then I got it again when I was like 14 or 15 and it was like incredibly irregular. And when I would get it, like I would get it and it would be like super heavy, super painful, super excruciating, and then I wouldn't get it for three months, and then I would get it, and it would be heavy and painful again, so I got on birth control mainly because of that reason, and then um, I've been on the same birth control ever since, which is crazy. It's kind of a very, very uncommon story to hear. Usually, when girls talk about being on birth control, they'll tell you they've tried five different ones, and they're still working on finding the one that works for them, I overall am pretty happy with the birth control that I'm on and that's why I haven't switched or tried out anything new. Um, I don't have any severe issues with it and I know so many people have like terrible side effects and terrible issues with birth control so I'm kind of scared to try any other one Um, but I, I don't know. I don't think that birth control is a necessity even if you're being sexually active and I know that's kind of like a whoa hot take. I think that birth control is like pushed on us by society, by healthcare professionals. It's just like, I feel like so many girls nowadays are on birth control starting at like such a young age and it isn't necessary. I feel like learning about your body and just being natural and like knowing about your cycle and knowing when you're ovulating so like you don't have sex while you're ovulating because like there's like a week period during the month like one week out of the whole month that you actually can conceive so knowing things like that and knowing when that is and tracking your cycle and knowing what phase you're in like there's four different phases i bet you didn't even fucking know that there's four different phases like learning about your body and actually looking into it and knowing what's going on is so much better than being on birth control and like just taking a pill every day and having no fucking idea what's going on with your body because none of it is natural anymore because you're taking synthetic hormones that are you know synthetically giving you a period basically i'm not like a birth control hater i'm not saying like do not get on it like it's great for some people but it also sucks for some people so i'm not trying to like sway you either way like i'm on birth control and i don't plan on getting off of it i'm just saying i feel like so many girls are pressured to get on birth control for some reason and then like 
you keep trying them and trying them and none of them are working like maybe it just isn't right for you you know what i mean like it isn't a necessity you don't need to be on birth control obviously for some people you do like if you have like endometriosis or like pcos i think like different um reproductive issues conditions like those um do require you to be on birth control because if you're not on birth control like you could like have very serious problems or something i don't know i don't i don't know so yes i take birth control i've been on it for so long like three years now and i personally really like the one that i'm on however birth control as a whole i don't love I think we all should just like tune into our bodies more and learn more about about our bodies before we just pump artificial hormones into us. But yeah, I think the biggest tip when it comes to birth control is decide, do you genuinely want to be on birth control? If your answer is yes, which I totally understand because me, same thing. Um, you need to find one that works for you. Don't suffer with one that is not working. You can try multiple different ones, but I will say you need to try it out for more than like a month. It takes like about a month to three months to adjust to a new birth control. So one of my friends, she has tried like multiple different types of birth control, but she never lets it like, you know, adjust to her body. She like says she hates birth control. She says it causes all these problems. And like, I get that. It sucks when you start a new birth control. I mean, I actually haven't, but it would suck to start a new birth control and you start gaining weight or your acne gets really bad or you're really emotional or you have stomach problems. I get that that fucking sucks. But if you really want to be on birth control and you think it's the option for you, you kind of need to let those issues run its course. Because in the beginning, I had like a bunch of different issues. I was super emotional. I was dealing with like irregular periods still, but they were like even more weird than they were prior to the birth control. Um, mood swings, stuff like that. I was like having some, I don't know, there was different things that were going on with my body when I started my birth control. But point is, once your body is used to it, those things slowly start to go away and your body is able to regulate with it and learn how to work together with those hormones and really figure itself out. So if you're going to try birth controls, you need to let them run them their let let them run their course you can't just like give up on them just because like it's not working within the first couple weeks like like, try it out actually see if it's gonna work and then after like a month or two or three and it's still not working then I would suggest trying a new one because it really is just about finding the perfect fit for you everybody's bodies are different everybody's hormones are different everybody's gonna have a different like a completely different experience with each individual birth control so just find what works for you that's gonna be it for today's episode i don't know if it was short or long or whatever i feel like i've been doing kind of shorter episodes lately and i've kind of been liking it more i don't know if that's selfish but i'm sorry like i i was recording for like an hour and a half before and it was cutting down to like an hour ish and i just podcasting by yourself is so hard you guys and I I love it like this is my favorite thing like talking to myself like in it influences my delusionalness like my like it makes me delulu like I am delulu like I'm sitting here talking to myself and I'm just justifying it by being like no like I'm talking to you guys there's no one here like (laughs) you guys are here but like I'm just talking to myself I don't know I love this shit it's so fun I love the podcast but I will say It's a lot easier to podcast when you have somebody to talk to, to riff off of, to make jokes with, to carry on a conversation with. It is so much easier. So I think the shorter episodes, I'm kind of feeling a little bit more. And obviously, they're still not short. They're just like 10 minutes shorter than they were. So don't get pressed. Don't get pressed. 
I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to this episode. Um, follow the Things Could Be Worse pod Instagram and TikTok accounts. Please, pretty please. Review and rate the pod. Really means a lot to me. And I will see you guys and talk to you guys next Wednesday. Oh, 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 oh. I know you love me. I know you care. Just shout whenever, and I'll be there. You are my heart. Okay, what the actual fuck is wrong with me?